Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> the first, the only first iteration of box, box, box of the 2023 season. We back, baby. We back. And you know what the funny thing is? Is that we're going to have one recording this year because Max has won the first race. He will thoroughly go on to win every single race and it won't even be a season. I think he's actually going to win all 23 races. Well, you know what? Let's, yeah, let's actually get straight into it. And I know I texted you to this, and I want your genuine thoughts. But what is stopping Max from winning 23 races this year? The engine breaking down over time. <laughs> actually, even with an engine penalty, I think he'd still win. Dude, I I don't know what's going to stop him, dude. Like, I was I, – I watched uh, – uh, Julian Palmer's analysis also, and he was like going through like the the Ooh, amount of power he was that. using, using the amount of power he was using, how much brake he was using. Dude, he wasn't even using the full potential of the car. He started lifting coasting. He like must have been lifting onwards. coasting, yeah. From lap taking care of those tires, too. caressing them, and that you can see just how much potential there is in that car. I don't know oh. what the heck they've done, dude, but that car is absolutely leagues above everyone else in the in 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 the race. And oh, dude, I don't know. I don't know who can compete. I honestly like it was staggering win out of Red Bull. And here's the thing: they have good. They have a good engine. They have good tire deg. They have great downforce, mm-hmm. and the downforce only plays into Max's hands even more because, as I understand it, he loves an oversteer car. Yeah, I, I can't see Checo. Checo finished what eleven seconds behind him, something mm-hmm. like that. Like. And he was lifting, coasting, protecting the engine, protecting the tires. He didn't have to push. He Yo, check up. No, like, I just don't know. <laughs> I don't know who can compete with All him right. this year. All right. This is what I'll say, dude. Okay, so race starts, right? You normally see, like, the first at least maybe five, six, seven laps. Like, there's, like, you know, a little bit, like, Charles is kind of keeping up. Like, he's really pushing it, but Charles is clearly using his car a lot more. This race, within three laps, Charles still pushing it to the edge, like pushing the car as hard as he can. There was a six to seven second gap already. I mean, that's mental. Yeah. It was like they nah. were a different race. It was like eight, eight laps. Max was like a, he kept going. a second he kept and a half going. down. He was lap. gaining like 0. 0.8 seconds a lap for the first 10 laps on Charles. Nuts. Like, I haven't seen that kind of dominance. Like, it literally looks like it was Formula One where you're seeing a bunch of Formula Two cars. Like, it was like ridiculous. And Look, in terms of pen- engine penalties, it's not even weather. I-, I can't even say that weather would impact Max because Max is, okay, my opinion, second best in the rain, but mm-hmm. on paper, maybe first now. Like, I, I don't know. So it- weather won't impact him. Engine penalties, we saw how that went in Spa and wh- where else you take penalties last year? Spa, Zandvoort? No, I don't think Zandvoort. And Monza, I don't know. Regardless, Wherever it is, dude. Like the whole field is going to be taking engine penalties, right? Like we we saw how equitable it was. Like the engine penalties were. Like it, it impacted almost every single team relatively equally, right? Like Ferrari maybe a little bit more, but I don't know. I don't think that's going to stop them at all. And this year, the engine penalties are going to destroy Charles. The next time he takes a new electronic unit or battery, whatever part he took, ten second grid penalty. 
that's and to for that part that was exchanged to fail. <laughs> oh, man's title bit is already over. It's gone. It's, it's actually the, the the title is done. Yeah. I don't know what else to Yo, say. Yo, listen. To, to all you Ferrari fans out there, you'll listen. Also, I looked through box, box, box. We got 13 reviews out there. I really appreciate every single one of you who's giving us a five-star review. We're killing it. We're going to make it there. We're going to get sponsored. Like and subscribe. Heineken. Heineken, if you're listening, like, fuck it. You can, so you can, you can, you can sponsor us. Um, but to all you Ferrari fans out there, uh, dude, it's a tough one. Last one, last one on the last year, at least we had some hope. This year is, we got, we got beat immediately. It's the Mac show. Yeah, Christian Horner is going to have a shit-eating grin for the rest of the season. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Every time he sees Toto, it's just going to be... Yeah, it's going to be horrid. It's going to be great. I'm so excited. Oh, he's such a good villain, but I hate it. Like, oh, it's going to be so dominant. We're yeah. just going to be watching a midfield battle, which is fine, but also... like, I mean, at least we're, we're, we're blessed with a nice, you know, 2-3-4 battle. You know, there, there's something yeah. going on. <laughs> there is something like, going along. The, which a lot of the other cars have also progressed. So like the midfield's actually like a big midfield this year, but it does kind of suck that like, well, as Max fan, I'm pretty happy for him. But it does kind of suck that he just is gonna like destroy. And he's so much better than Checo too. I thought Checo would take a step up after like a year or uh, of like learning how to drive that car, but like, no. So, like, at least 2017, Lewis had for an uh, said battling till the midway. 2018, okay, yeah. was pretty dominant. 2016, lost his Nico. Like, there, there's some competitiveness at the top, but I think, I think that, well, I think the championship's done already, but it'll certainly be done in everyone's eyes by race five. But that being said, it could still be a great year with some banger races, like, the cars can follow really well. We've got some incredible talent in the grid. And most importantly, we've got Fernando Alonso in a podium competing car. How exciting mm. is that? I mean, come on. That, that, that pulls in nostalgia strings, right? And I think as soon that the, the sooner we realize that the, the entertainment from this year is going to come from the midfield, the more enjoyable the season's going to be for us. And unfortunately, viewers, I'm not, like I told you, I'm a diehard Ferrari fan. I'm already looking forward to the Aston Martin battle. I'm I'm looking forward to to the Alpine battle. I'm, there's a lot going on. God's signing his transfer sheets right now. <laughs> hey Sean, you have an Alpine hat, right? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. I'm actually I'm actually gonna turn my I'm gonna put an A on the Ferrari hat. I'm gonna can uh, I'm gonna cancel out every 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 other letter that's not an A in the Ferrari symbol. I'm gonna cross out. And it's just gonna be A, and that's it. That's my Alpine hat. When I bought the McLaren hat, I heavily considered buying the Alpine hat. Um, <laughs> wait. Yeah. Alpine was around back then. Um, okay. But for real, Aston Martin, so kind to its tires, took the Red, Ball insp- Red Bull inspiration um, and engineering philosophy and just produced a banger. Like, uh, yeah. Brilliant, absolutely brilliant for them. But imagine yeah, no, still, there. I still don't really understand how he did that. Like Alonzo, how he managed to get that much life out of those cards on that he, stand. It's just mind-boggling to me. He pushed them. As soon as he put them on, he pushed them against Lewis. Yeah. Then he pushed them against Carlos. 
and then I think he, he realized he wasn't going to catch Checo, but um, yeah. But the I mean, fact that he just immediately was pushing on a cold, not cold, but like not up to temperature set of hards, and like was still able to like maintain them for that long, just like speaks to like the great engineering, I guess, that they, they put together from Mercedes parts. <laughs> I will I will say this. Um, I if if you look at the actual individual battles between so it was it was Hamilton and Sainz that were the two like closer battles for for yeah. Alonso. Every single time, like you, I've seen numerous times. Or for instance, Charles will go into uh, a corner, kind of pushing against someone, looking to overtake. Clearly, has a little bit more pace, tires, and a little bit better condition. Uh, but they get a little antsy. A lot of these drivers sometimes tend to get a little bit antsy. I think the patience that we saw out of Alonso during those battles, realizing that, okay, this is not the time for me to push. This is not the corner. Like, I'm thinking five, six corners ahead, and I'm thinking about how every single corner I can make up a fifth of that gap so I can set myself up for that fifth corner. Like, I could, you could clearly see that mentality. I mean, that is just nuts. Like, seeing that, being able to experience yeah. that makes me respect Alonso to a different degree. Dude, the moment where like he almost lost the rears and almost like crashed into Lewis was like mm-hmm. when I realized that he the amount of experience he has just like puts him on a different level with like an actual mm-hmm. car. And we just had, like at least I have not been following in Formula One for that long. So I've never seen him like perform at that level, but like it's crazy. Yeah, I mean the commentators were just absolutely losing their mind that he's running everyone's race while running his own race. He knows what tires yeah. everyone on. He knows what strategies. Like he's calculating if they pit. I, I mean, and, and to he's a great world champion, and we're finally seeing him in the competitive car for the first time since he. Well, okay, uh, realistically, thirteen when he battled Seb. Um, and I think he said as much last time he had a competitive car was the Ferrari of 2013. And then he had some horrific McLarens and very mediocre Alpines. Um, mm-hmm. So it's very fun. I, I think it's brought new life to him. Uh, I certainly was introduced to Fernando Alonso as this grumpy old fart, which he is. <laughs> but now I can also admire the engineering and racer that he is. So it's awesome to see. It's just like any other champions, like watching Max in his element like watching Lewis, like watching Seb, they're just, they're phenomenal to watch when they have competitive cars. Um, got, something has to be said for the other, Aston Martin, who had broken his hand just 10 days before. I don't know if you guys saw the pictures of him in the hospital. He looks like famished. He looks yeah. thin. Uh, <laughs> um, to get into the car and then split the Ferraris, uh, my driver of the day, I'll just put it out there. Like, I, as much as I respect what Fernando did, I'm sorry, but Lance's performance, and he nearly took out Fernando as well in one of those typical Lance moments that he had so mm. many of last year. But I, I hope this season bodes well for him. I, I do. Absolutely, dude. And also, like, if you think about it, that that near accident that he did have with, with Fernando, like, anytime you have something like that, you go into a corner, your, your wrists are already broken. Like, he's got pins in his hands you're having to do these emergency maneuvers, grab the steering wheel and have that split second decision-making that keeps your car going straight. Like these cars pirouette so easily. Um, and even with his broken hands, he was still kind of able to control that car. Granted, a mistake was made. Granted, like he, he did hit his teammate. Um, but I, there, there's some level of finesse that was there that, that has to be spoken to, I guess, when it comes to, to, to stroll. So a lot of respect, a lot more respect, I think, after this first race. Yeah, especially after not having had the practice time Mm-hmm. Yeah, the last week, you know, like he yep. came in having not really driven this car before and still performed. Absolutely, I think that's 
one of the biggest points is yeah. I mean, all of them breaking his hand, no practice, yeah. contact to turn story. one. Good which, story. <laughs> what? It's a good story. <laughs> yeah. No, it's it's mega. It's mega of him. It's absolutely mega. Um some more mm-hmm. midfield teams. Mercedes, very fine. Wrong philosophy. They'll fight for podiums. Yeah, Not I think Max is going to win dude. every single race. I don't know if they're going to win. <laughs> I will say, yeah. dude, that I, I, I do think that I noticed a little bit, uh, you know, last year we didn't really get to see George in full swing. This year I did start to notice a little bit in the, in the battle that he had with Alonso early on. Some just gen- like generally like naive kind of moves that he made in order to defend against Alonso that kind of Alonso the season better and was easily able to kind of overtake him. Um, so I think I'm, those I'm, are sitting duck moves to be honest. Yeah, 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 it could also be fair, right? I mean, uh, the the battle with Lewis was was decent. Like it required a lot of finesse and skill from both drivers. I it did, but for... he was it was sitting duck. He was gonna get got. Yeah. yeah. What was the what was the eventual time gap between I, um, Alonso and? Uh, I also think the tire situation was a bit different between Lewis and Alonso versus George and Alonso. Like they had been running for a bit longer on that stint, which meant that the Mercedes was probably destroying its tires at a faster rate. So high deck Alonso probably had just more life. I mean, only and Lewis had. Lewis Lewis's hards were only a what maybe a lap or two into their life when Alonso came out on slightly cold tires. So, like, I also think that, like, contextually, they're just different. Mm. Like, yeah. I don't think we can blame George too much. But, like, I, I I mean, he's only been there for, like, a year in that car now. So Yeah, that's fair. Listen, I, I all I'm saying is I think I put him on a pedestal from a long time. Like, he's he's seasoned driver, spent a lot of time in mean, that. He's Williams marketed really that. His, exactly right he, he has been so it, it's, it's a lot of hype to live up to and he's he's certainly not like tremendously under delivery i think he's got a lot still to kind of live up to but it's combined with the fact that the mercedes car really just is not where it needs to be and is not what was kind of promised to him when when he made the switch so better than williams hey, who had williams a good day who had williams a banger weekend okay Alex was cooking all weekend long, dude. That Duracell battery was scooting. Also, that Duracell is clean on it. It's so sick, right? I really it like it. For it. Uh, I think, well, A, props to Logan Sargent on his debut. Almost uh-huh. got into Q2. I had a Lando Norris. I mean, one of those where you get the same time. Lando did it first, so it is what it is. But credit to him and Albano just putting in one of those performances, just like absolute grit, mm-hmm. securing a point. It's just what he does. Great driver. Uh, I, I hope for more from Williams. I hope they can truly battle in the midfield as the season continues, but good start for them. Must have. Uh, good start from, yeah. from Pierre too, you know, repping Alpine. I think he got helped by the safety car, the virtual safety car a lot. I know he made up some places at the beginning and then dropped down and came back. And I, I think he was nowhere until the VSC, but yeah. I think he uh, did benefit a lot from, from the VSC, but I, I also think he just put in like a very like, like consistent race, especially after the year that he had last year with the Alpha Tauri, where the car just was not there. I think like, I, I think he'll have a really good year this year. Um, sadly, I'm, like, I don't know what the potential of that car is because of Rogue or Akon, fair. 
Like, it is one of those things that I think we have to realize. It's a, it's almost like a building year for Pierre. Like I think the re- the relationship with the the whole Red Bull garage got a little bit sour for him. So it's one of those years where he's starting to develop that trust again within the team and start to build himself up again. It'll take a couple races for us to see him get really comfortable and confident in the car and excited in the car. Um, so 100, I've kind of given him that benefit of the doubt and given him a couple races to acclimatize, just like we've done for Danny Rick so many times. Giving him that same kind of, uh, we gave him too much time. We gave him too too much, too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) No, but Pierre, like, good race, good start to the season for him. Um, Valtteri also showing good race pace. Really beautiful car too. Stunning, stunning race pace, like incredible. Yeah, great, great launch as well. Mm Hmm. I think I think one memorable memorable part of this Grand Prix was like the battle between Joe Guan Yu, Nick DeVries, and Yugi. That was like kind of, that was an entertaining like two three minutes where they were like battling towards the end of the race for like the last mm. maybe at, I think it was like the P twelve or eleventh maybe, and then try to get to Albon, but yeah, probably some, helped Albon a good they were racing. Yeah, yeah, he was only a yeah. second away from Albon. Albon right, so. pulled away. Yeah, yeah they were close. All right, gents. Out of these three options, who had the biggest stinker of this race? We've got McLaren, just the whole entity of McLaren. <laughs> we've, got, we've got Nico Hulkenberg, and we've got Esteban Ocon. Uh, who's out there on the race, on the track. Such, I don't know if he's serving penalties the whole time. A clear answer. I don't know if there's. <laughs> I have okay, my vote. Gonna... I have my vote. I, I'll go last. Yeah, I. I... Shout go. <laughs> I'm sorry. I got. I gotta go. With, I gotta go with. Uh, with. Um, <laughs> Esteban Ocon, bro. I mean, like, what the? What the heck yeah. was happening, dude? Every time I look away, I look back. I'm like, okay, his wings falling up. Okay, wait, he's got a time penalty. Okay, wait, he's got another time penalty. <laughs> he's in service time penalty. Like, what's happening? Okay, his car stepped. What the heck? Every single time they zoom back into Esteban Ocon, it's like, dude, something is not okay over here. Like, it's like you know that friend that you're just a little bit worried about all the time. You're like, oh, I hope he's doing okay. It's like you zoom away, you live your life, and then you. you <laughs> <laughs> that's <just> an absurd <laughs> no i get it though i get it when you think about who it is i get it you know yeah. and they're just falling further into a into a hole I, uh, I'm, I'm worried that they retired the car they retired the car right about yeah they were like you know we sheer embarrassment they penaltyed themselves into retiring the car <laughs> yeah i I don't think we should let McLaren off the hook, though. Like, the entire bring Lando in to put fluid in is oh, yeah. absurd. At the same That's time, every time Alcon was serving a penalty, Lando was in the pits up and yeah, He would fluid. come in because his engine would break if he didn't stop. <laughs> that Dude, car is felt, so I, bad. <laughs> I felt yeah. bad for Oscar, though. I felt bad for Oscar, dude. Like, Dude, the steering wheel glitched out, and then they go to change the steering wheel, and then it's like he's got to yeah. turn it on. He's got to go. It's like the windows. And you can see like a startup boot sequence up goes through. McLaren. Yeah, it's like, dude, it's literally the windows start. The windows start. startup sequence. It goes that, and it's making the noise. It goes da and then it just stops. It just it just dies on the spot. That's that is ridiculous. I don't know how. I don't know what happened, dude. Did you hear the Zach Brown interview? No. Oh my and god, they interviewed that, that was the best part. Zach Brown was on the pit lane, he was talking. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he was, he was on the oh, is that what you're talking about? So yeah, embarrassing, yeah, yeah. yeah that was so his bad. weekend. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
that. Oh, God. One, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> That's it. Oh, my God. It's so bad. Perfect storm. Dude, they, <laughs> they might have the worst car on the grid. Like, it may be worse than what else was bad. The Alpha Tauri wasn't amazing. It was all, it was all the relatively good. The Haas wasn't great. But, like, Nico Hulkenberg did make it to Q3. Um, but the McLaren just looks bad on a Saturday and a Sunday. Oh, oh, Lando, but that five-year deal, bro, you should never sign a five-year deal in Formula One. Yeah. You're going to be a wanted driver in the market. Like, trust your skill and sign, like, a two, two-year, three-year contract. Because with the regulation changes, it's so hard, like, is McLaren going to get the concept right in the next three years before the next regulation change in 2026? Probably not. Especially from where they're starting to shoot. And, and you're seeing, again, I, I don't want to harp on this, but you're seeing where Red Bull's performance is right now. Dude, there is leagues. Like, honestly, McLaren is an F3 right now. And, and, really? and, and Max. everyone else is an F2. Max is an F1. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right, Checo's in like F one and a half, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, sure. Checo, sure. Checo, sure. He's Haas still like Charles. I'll call Charles too. Nah, McLaren's go karting, bro. They're not even F three. <laughs> <laughs> They're where we went to go kart in Cali, like Formula <laughs> E. Yeah. Um. Okay, but gentlemen, I know. No, uh, well, you know what I'm gonna ask. No, I thought you were going to ask about Ferrari finally because we skipped over Ferrari just like that. Well, we kind of talked about it at, at the beginning with Charles. Like, Carlos was a perfectly fine P4, <sighs> but as soon, as soon as he pushed, his tires just – he couldn't push. Broke. He pushed for a lap, and then yeah, he's like, yeah. I cannot defend. I don't know. I, I'm sorry. I thought you were going to bring that up because we had purposely ignored it. I just – it's so much pain, dude. You see that You see that meme that I sent of the, the garbage truck in 2010 and then the garbage <laughs> truck in 2023? That is, dude, it, it, it was too accurate. That thing is that was painful. <sighs> I don't think there's much else to say about it. Yeah, you're right. I don't even know why I brought it up. I'm just hurting myself now. I was thinking yeah. that you probably didn't want to talk about it. That's gonna have hella reliability issue. And then when they can win a race, their strategy is gonna be like, well, oh, yeah. forgot yeah. about me. The <laughs> leading strategy. Okay, hey, yeah, you're right. We got to show love to the Monday. Um, we do, we do. Okay, now, the wildest take for the 2023 season. What, what's, your, what's your hottest take? And it, and it can't be that Max is going to win 23 races because I honestly don't think that's a hot take. I'm pondering. My pondering has revealed that Oscar Piastri will DNF 70% of the races. <laughs> At least. Very least. Oh, I actually, I really didn't support Danny Rick's decision. I would feel like, yo, just stay in Formula One, find a drive, but the stay of some of these cars, and just like, honestly, get an axe by McLaren. He's done his mental health wonders. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And this hey, year, hey. let's let's talk about Danny Rick for one second here. I think this year is going to be good for him. And we're already starting to see so many drivers that are being outperformed by their teammates, like Yoguanzu. I don't know. Just Why like we'll, we'll slowly, 
Yoguan Cha. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, country of China. <laughs> <laughs> All right, for, forget me, forget me. All I'm saying is that I think this year is going to bring out some some disparity of driver pairings, and we'll we'll see an opportunity for someone like a, a Ricardo to make it back into his seat, like just like we saw, you know, Jokenberg and, and Magnussen. Yeah, well, I'm absolutely convinced that Danny Rick could have secured that high seat ahead of Jokenberg. Yeah. So. <laughs> Yeah. Um, uh, I think my hot take will be that Lance Stroll will win a race this year. Whoa. Um, if you want to add that. a bit more spice, we'll, we'll say the Montreal Grand Prix. Oh, wow. 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 Okay. Is Montreal a two stopper? I think it's quite rough on the tires, which means it would suit the, the Aston Martin. Okay. But, um, okay. My hot take is that in the Monaco Grand Prix this year, the cars are so large, there will only be seven classified finishers. <laughs> I, I only seven? You said seven? Seven. I thought you were going to say <laughs> one of the cars is going to end up in the... In the, <laughs> the, <laughs> in the swimming pool? They're going to miss the chicane? <laughs> No, I was just gonna be like uh, everyone's just gonna hit the barriers left, right, and center. Those cars are massive. So long, dude. Yeah, they're thick. And my other hot take is that Yuki's gonna make a transphobic comment to the media. Where did that come from? Shut up. No, 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 no. You got to cut the podcast. Yo, Heineken, please still sponsor here. us. <laughs> These have been your boys. Box, box, boxing out. Box, 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 box. 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 <laughs>